halfway there. You either got less hair or more coming out everywhere. Getting more deaf, worrying about death. All the tires you got are spare. Unexplained coffin while choosing your coffin. Getting some laughs in and choking on taffy. Squeaking more than a dolphin. Rolling at the kids, soiling undies with skids. Wondering if we fucked it up, can we still make the mic drop? Genexing, texting, vexing, exiting. But not yet, not yet. We're just halfway there. Halfway there. Hi, I'm Kim Gaynor. Hi, I'm Camilo Fantasia. Hi, I'm Jenny Tare, and this is Halfway There, a podcast about the new middle age that you've come to know and love, I think. Hello, everyone. I mean, what Hello else? Everyone. What other reaction could there possibly be? <laughs> other than love? <laughs> and no. <laughs> and no, especially. Yeah. I, there's lots of reactions slash emotions to middle age, and love is not the one that I think of <laughs> off the You'll, bat. You'll never feel older than at a college graduation, which I was like two weeks ago. I felt really old. But Mm. did you feel like hope for the future and also love? Um, I definitely felt my dog is answering for me. Um, I definitely felt I mean, it was really sweet. And um, (laughs) it was I definitely felt that I didn't want to do it every year. Like, I don't know how people get older and watch people graduate every year. What, it's really tell intense. us about your feelings. Give, like, give us an, a little window into like what that felt like watching them do something you did. It was really sweet. Like, I felt very, this is a very intense school too. So I, I felt incredible relief that the year was over. And I also, yeah, I felt very hopeful for them. And it was really sweet to hear them all cheering for each other after they smeared each other online all year. Um, <laughs> and, uh, um, and I also felt like a little bit of vicarious, like, you know, it's like they're just starting out their lives. Jealousy. You know, kind of, yeah, a little bit. Like, oh, Jealous. I wish I could have a... I, exactly. Jen, you're you're primed for your act four out of five. Come on. Wait. Uh, yeah, I if guess. We're looking at a I Shakespeare play. Like, okay. let act four be your renaissance. I'm Literally ready. Shakespearean. I don't like yeah. that in terms of like how much time she has left. Though. Okay, fine. Act three. Yeah, Jesus. Act four out of five. My yeah. God, you have me. You have me in the nursing home. I don't like that. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I definitely felt, I, I, I couldn't help it. I did feel a little bit like shit. If I knew what I knew now, like, give me a young body. But, but that's listen, Jen, how it works. Jen, they all have young bodies and all the promise in the world. And many of them will fuck it up just like we did. So if that makes you feel better. Did. Yeah. Well, I, like, I will venture to say most of them will. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely feel like, oh, they're going into a really complicated. I mean, I think we talked about this. Oh, it's always complicated. It's always bad. The country's fucked up. It always has been. But it does feel like particularly precarious in some ways. Are we the only generation who went through that weird charm decade of the 90s where we really thought that? Remember um, Fuki, uh, what's his name? That famous essay, The End of the End of History by... Um, yeah, Fu- Francis Fukuyama. Yeah, Fukuyama, Francis Fukuyama. That was like, there'll be no more wars. There'll be no more this. I knew that, but I was like, that can't be it. That was... Because it's... 
And he's, he, you know, he's come out now and said, oh, yeah. that was ridiculous. Like how naive was I? But, but we lived through that decade. I wonder if anybody else will ever live through that decade of like Bill Clinton playing the sax on the Arsenio Hall show, you know? Oh God. And everything's going to be great from now on. I feel like we should do, we could do a whole um, episode of, of, about Bill Clinton, because for me, I feel like that's Im- emblematic of a coming of age and a like bitter. Yeah, I was going to say bittersweet, but it's just really bitter sort of like awakening of like our liberal heroes and the way we've aligned our- ourselves are not as clear cut as we hope they were. And looking back on things, it always casts a like really ugly pall on things like seriously the the clinton administration the rapes i believe them all okay after i i i agree they, i think bill clinton basically basically you, built whoever accused him of whatever i i believe it all at this point you know and it's too. kind of shitty i'm getting to the point where i don't hmm. think there are any old white men who haven't sexually harassed at minimum. I even at I would minimum. not like to think that is true. I I, I don't think that's true. I don't, I don't every week true. one comes out like some athlete, some professor, some blah blah blah. Even the most like untouchable beloved people. It's like a new one every week, which makes you realize that's just the tip of the iceberg probably. Like, is there a non-creepy? Yeah, probably there's a couple of non-creepy old men who were never creepy in their lives, but he's But weird. are we entering okay, a new, I'm like, not. Go ahead, Jen. I was going to say, somebody making maybe a, a comment on your appearance that today would, re- would hit our ears as very um, tone deaf is different than somebody raping a woman in a hotel room Hmm, like let's let's come on let's get let's put some context around things bill clinton also to his later relationship with jeffrey epstein of of on whose airplane he flew 20 but that does that relationship those relationships um cross party lines democrats republicans they were all on that fucking lolita express 100 percent 100%. But I think that there should be distinction between like <laughs> levels of creepy. I mean, I don't think my father was, I, 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 my father was, I guess, an old white man. Um, and no, not, not, I don't, old, not I don't think he, he, I said like, not all. I'm not trying to like besmirch your dad, but like, I mean, Jen is on the record, by the way, saying that locker room talk is totally fine. By the it's way, let it be. It's fine. Let it be. Yeah. Wait, when? What episode? When? Jen is saying, "Grab him by the pussy" is totally fine because it's from a different generation. That's what. Let's just. That's the takeaway from this episode. Remember. I mean, <laughs> we were gonna we were gonna keep this episode light and fun. I so think it's. I, I think it's not like have a, it be WWE like battle. Yeah. yeah. In this corner. Exactly. Gen keeping... Z, Gen X, Jimmy yeah, X. <laughs> okay. So bringing it, t-shirts. bringing it back to what I meant is like the '90s was like a weird, very optimistic decade. If you didn't, live. was it? Yes. You think so? 
I, it I think was so really because... the beginning of like outsourcing. It was, I don't know. Yeah, but we I were think blinders, in retrospect... but we had blinders. I mean, what, what I mean mm. is like, it, I think it felt like Maybe. that way in the zeitgeist. It was also Contract for America, Newt Gingrich. It was his rise. It was really the beginning of the Republican Party as we mm-hmm. know it today. Yeah. Like there was definitely a dark kind oh, of. Oh, yeah. No question. Family think... values, shining city on the hill, all of that. Yeah. I agree. It just, I think the overall feeling was like, everything's getting better. Like we, the only ways up. Yeah. There's some challenges, but the only way is up. Like everything was like bright colors. Don't stop believing in tomorrow. Don't (laughs) stop thinking about tomorrow. Yeah. I'm right there at the inauguration. It'll soon be here. (laughs) Yeah. It'll be here. None of the, none of the rape people are there though. Yeah, Um, Juanita Broderick. Remember when Trump brought all of like all all of the rape victims? It was it was truly one of them. All the what? He when he so the Trump campaign brought like every single very highly known and visible accuser. Say that was Bill Clinton. A great great (laughs) to the debate. It was like Juanita Broderick. Paula Jones, Jennifer Flowers. I mean, it was, it I'm was truly a, a smart tactic. The must-see TV of of our time. It no, was insane. No, thinking about all it worked. The no, it worked. Stop. It did. I mean, I'll give her this. Can you imagine? debating Donald Trump <laughs> in front of the many women that have accused your husband, one of whom had a, a very like on the record affair with him, <clears throat> Jennifer Flowers, a, yeah. an established wait, does, provable wait, does Sean affair. Tain disagree? Because he very loudly cleared his Why do you like, assume that that was some like, sort of commentary and not just like phlegm? It was phlegm. He's got he's got his own Bluetooth headphones on, so he can't I, see I our scintillating talk. I feel like our this podcast I mean, is all that he's focused on. I oh, mean, absolutely. why wouldn't he be? It was. I think it was the hot sauce went oh. down the wrong because he's eating its dinner. But I just I just love you had to qualify that. Move. I, I can't. <laughs> you I, said. I can't you said. Can you believe Hillary Clinton had to debate Donald Trump? That's the end of the statement. Like, I mean, that... but in front of like all of the women who her husband had either been involved with provably yeah. or had like uh... accused him of violent sexual assault. The baseline, the baseline was he don't fuck these women. Okay. 100%. And then, and then the worst possible scenario is that he actually raped some of these women. And um, I'm, I'm going to go with probably all of them and more that we don't know about. Hillary um, should but, have, Hillary should have invited yeah. all the other ones. Well, that- that's so that's the thing, right? When they go high, when they go low, we go high, but no, when they go low, you go lower. Okay, okay, yes. but I Stormy think yeah, someone has row. to mention, though, all of the people that Trump is accused of raping. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what we're about. Children. I mean, we would be completely remiss if we didn't talk about all the women he done rape, been yeah. accused of raping. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. They should have all been sitting in the front row with the other one hundred percent. The thing is, he would have been impervious to it. I I feel like both of them are just so ironclad at this. They probably neither of us cared. Neither of them cared. 
I think I think we have to rewrite the 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 kind of motto though. When they go low, we fucking go lower. We dig bodies out of the ground. We like find <laughs> skeletons. We burn their houses down. Like no, that's, you that's don't. Republicans. We need to right. learn from them. Yeah, exactly. I mean. There's a famous story about LBJ basically pulling his pants down and showing the reporters his penis. And he was like, you know, you think you have bigger balls than me? And he apparently Had blackmailed people into yeah. getting things. I mean, look, power's ugly. Yeah. And and is that where that, okay, quick side note, but is that where that little scene comes from in Forrest Gump where... LBJ asked Forrest Gump to pull down his pants because he wants to see the bullet wound in his ass. Like, that's all coming together, actually. Do you guys remember that little sequence? And uh, Forrest Gump has, it's all like CGI stuff that was very cutting edge at the moment. And he's with all these famous people. But there is a scene with LBJ where uh, Forrest Gump is getting the Medal of Honor because he was a hero and he got... He got um, injured in Vietnam and LBJ says, I'd like to see, I'd really kind of like to see that. And then, and then Forrest Gump bends over and shows him his ass. Yep. It sounds like an LB. Yes. I, I, I wonder. Think that it sounds probably, like it's kind of taken from that. But yeah. would, had the LBJ presidential records or whatever been released already by the time that movie came out. And by the way, not a good movie. A very lukewarm take. Wait, for Forrest um, Gump? Wait, yes. wait, what are we talking about? Forrest Gump was oh. really good. Oh, God. Or what? I mean, it's not uh, like... For crying High drama. Out. It's like, it's... it's, it's oh, silly. no. It's, it's, drama. it's fun. It's like, whatever. It's... You know, I bet you if you watched, if you, I bet if you rewatched it, Camilo, it would have aged a lot better than you remember. I I watched it literally last weekend, Jen, and those were my thoughts. I was like, this has, I expected it to be so schlocky and like, and, and, and silly and maudlin. And it was in a lot of ways, but I mean, there were things about it that really held up. Like it. It was compelling filmmaking. I watched it. I was expecting to tune out after the first 15 minutes, and I didn't. I, I, I watched the whole thing. So there is definitely something to be said for that. Yeah. Uh, Robert Zemeckis film. Yeah. Tom, a Tom Hanks vehicle, and it works on many And levels. Tom Hanks is a very, very fine actor. He's very Agreed. good. Agreed. <sighs> okay, Camilo. Oh God, let's let's talk about all the Toms. He hates Tom Hanks. He yeah, Tom my Cruise. God. Any other Toms that you just can't stand? I love his, Tom Selleck's <laughs> mustache is the best thing ever. His ever Twitter handle in is any media. Snob for life. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's about it. And Snob. life is spelled L-Y-F-E. <laughs> and then there's this like a F-O, F-O, snob for life. It's, I don't know. It's just like the height of mediocrity for me. I, I'm sorry. It's just pablum for the masses. Wow. Wow. I just don't agree. I clearly. It's really hard to make mass entertainment. Yeah. Well, we, okay. Let's not, let's not get our wires crossed. I absolutely Uh agree with that. I do not disagree with that. I will always say. You don't even like E.T. I mean, I you're just like, yeah, what are you? Oh, I had a revelation the other day. 
Mm. Somebody was talking about um, Splash and I realized, oh my God, Splash is E.T. but with mermaids. And I can't remember which one came first. So maybe E.T. I love is Splash. Splash I think Splash came first, but I'm not sure. Intern? <laughs> Most of the time when I say that, then I Google it and I'm it's, the intern. It's basically somebody like becomes very attached to an otherworldly creature, but the scientists want to experiment on it. It's like and E.T. It's without race, the... It's like E.T. with sex. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. It is sexy. 100%. Nobody wanted to fuck E.T., but... Yeah, she's got... She's Uh like new. Kim, Kim, you know somebody... Okay. Somebody. I'm sorry I made that sleeping state. <laughs> I wish there is clearly somebody who was fantasizing about, especially when he's like in that weird. Oh like, God, he's basically near the a end child. Of the movie. Well, so you're, you're, even more, Jen. Pedoph- even pedophilic. More. Well, Splash was sexy. I remember yes. thinking it was a sexy movie, also with Tom Hanks. Also, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is a recurring. That's the Tom Hanks that I like. I don't like the I'm a more serious actor, although I did like him in Bridge of Spies. Like, I like it that he's good in that. Did you like him in Philadelphia Story? Oh, I I would love it if you were in Philadelphia Story. Let's see how he would. would, What was the movie he was in about Philadelphia? that's, That's ridiculous with the aria like playing in the background and him like holding up some kind of like. Cocktail. I don't think I ever saw that Singing movie. along yeah. to that. And while well, Antonio Banderas is like, has he, he died of AIDS, all over right? him. Yes. Yeah. That movie is absurd. Is it? At the time, it was groundbreaking, though, to have yeah. a straight actor, quote unquote, because who fucking ever? All the knows? actors were straight. All That's the actors. Right, right. Everybody is straight. Yeah. But to have a straight actor portraying a, a gay character who died of AIDS, no less. That was so groundbreaking. I think we need to give it credit for the time in which it lived. I no? agree. Listen, no? I like Jonathan Demi. I don't want to. He's a good he's a great director. Um, and I can't I'm on record writing for the Michigan newspaper, University of you Michigan did? newspaper, a gushing, a gushing yeah. review of Philadelphia. Oh, so I'm on record did, as loving it at the time. You did, didn't you, Camilo? You did write for the Michigan newspaper. I remember. Shout out to my friend Aaron Hamburger, who brought me on, even though I had no experience yes. and Camilo, giving me that great, great opportunity to get a lot of free movie tickets. <laughs> That's right. You had a whole review coming. Very good. I did. And he was a good editor. Thank you, Aaron. Now now a successful published author. Camilo and I go back to teenage years. Can you believe that? Teens. Actually teens. We're almost 100 years old and we've known each other since teenagehood. That's beautiful. Mind-boggling. Jennifer. I'll be in the we'll we'll be in the nursing home together. We'll be like, I love Ro with a view. <laughs> yes. Even well, though I don't have Camilo one right now. especially. Even yes. though my view right now is of a parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> Camila will be Camila will be that one person that's like, I don't like this movie. Tell <laughs> the Hank sucks. And all the other people will be like, I hate that guy who hates everything. <laughs> I'm so torn about Tom Hanks. I'm sorry. Like Tom his, Hanks is a very, very good actor. I know, but he gets so many bland roles. Like that's my problem with him. And when he's bland, I'm just like, Ugh. what? What? What constitutes? What are the um, characteristics of bland for you? Yeah, please, Camilo. 
<sighs> Curious. Just kind of there, like you're just a blob of a character. And again, I agree, he can be very sharp and incisive as an actor. Um, see Bridge of Spies, um, most recently, the Spielberg movie, which is fantastic. But like to me, the Forrest Gump is like, I'm just he just kind of like floats. The other characters are far I, more interesting than him. Was like I, he just kind of floats. What? I thought he was very good in Forrest Gump. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he was in for he was in Forrest Gump. Uh, <laughs> he played wait, wait, hold on, Tom Cruise. I think I think the whole idea is that he has almost Tom no Hanks. agency. Like, oh god, almost... I'm like, what are we? Okay, which Tom We're... are we talking about? Uh, first, is, I'm sorry, oh. yeah, because I was like Tom Cruise and Forrest Gump, maybe. No, for me, so Tom Cruise is like different. Like, off-putting is how okay. hard he's trying in a lot of roles. And Tom you're Hanks. saying the exact same things about Tom Cruise as no, you say about Tom no, Hanks. No, no, and about Tom I Hanks, confused, I don't see that. No, 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 no. I don't see you the do. Hard. You have. You hate you about Magnolia. Tom. You said the yeah. same exact things. No, no, that's you hate Tom people Cruise. named Tom. You hate people <laughs> named Tom. I mean, you hate actors named Tom. Yeah, clearly there's some kind Tom of. Hater. What if I tell you I love Tom Skerritt? Mm? I don't even know who that is. Mm? Yeah, okay. don't believe you. Actor. Don't He's know who really it is. Well known so invalid. Do you like Tom Jones, the singer? Oh my actor. god! I well, do you want to get into like Tom Waits? Like what? I want to talk about Kim... actors. Not okay, wait Toms. a second. I want to hear Kim Kim's Tom Jones story. Okay. Oh, I was in I was in Vegas with our friend Tara, <laughs> and we we all know her, and we were all drunk, um, staying at this place like off strip, <laughs> right? And only Tara and I were in, uh, were were interested in Tom Jones tickets and we bought them and everybody was drunk all the time. I was the only one that was up in the morning. I wanted to go go hike at Red Rock. And then that day I was like, Tara, Tom Jones, we have to go. And we were already late because she wouldn't get up. And so we <laughs> ran through the fucking casino that we were staying in going, Tom Jones, Tom Jones. And people would just point us intermittently here and there. Tom Jones, Tom Jones. <laughs> and we fucking got to the Tom Jones fucking uh, show like 45 minutes late, but <gasps> he did not disappoint. There were panties flying everywhere. There was wow. Tom Jones in shiny fucking Lycra pants with his junk just fucking there. And it was just like LBJ, just like LBJ. It was it amazing? Yes. Tom it Jones was... is a fucking stud. Oh my God, Jen, like, I don't know. <laughs> I was so young then and I still was like, Tom Jones is everything and everything, everybody in the, in the audience, there were so many undergarments happening and he's an absolute Welsh, Welsh stallion. He, yeah. He, People who he, are, People who are better at CGI kind of crap than me, please replace Tom Cruise and or Tom Hanks in movies with Tom Jones. That's what I want fake, deep fake Let's technology use He's got a great voice. Okay, yes. I'm sending you guys this clip from The Voice where he and Jennifer Hudson sing, do like a sing-off. It's really good. They do? Yes, I'm putting it in the chat box. Please. Listeners, you need to go to YouTube and find this because it's actually, it made me think like, wow, he's really, like, Jen, he's really 
why are you oh, making gosh. our listeners work so hard? Can you just post it on our social media pages? Please? Okay, I just put it in the chat for I mean, you. I can totally, Jen hates yeah. our listeners. Like literally, I don't. So <laughs> I'm doing uh. you homework. <laughs> he just like, expects a lot from you guys, and all right. don't shall disappoint we, her. Shall we dive into this week's topic? I think yes, we haven't. We haven't this, dove yet. We haven't. Yeah. We haven't dove in yet. This um, topic. This week is a fun topic. It's summer memories, right? <gasps> We're it. just talking about it. like great summer trips or summer travel, summer memories. Summer memories. Okay, I want summer memories. Summer mammograms. Um, summer songs. Summer recipes. Summer cocktails. Summer shenanigans. I was trying summer to something from from Greece, but I can't remember the words. Our Vero trip, you can't skip diarrhea while camping. Beach forays with cancerous rays, unsupervised scamping. 80s fun beneath the sun or at the local arcade. Latchkey kids, we tempted fate, our future still unmade. So I'm gonna start off asking you guys, what is, like, do you have a, a summer trip that was like your favorite or that you remember in particular? Okay. I have, I have so many memories. Kim, go ahead. Cause you have a very specific one. Uh, I, I have, I have lots actually, but when you say summer memories, the main thing I think of is road trips with my family as a kid. So stuck in a car. <laughs> yes. Stinky car. Someone's always farting. Um, oh. The AC is on the blink. blink. Yes. Farting. I'm, yes. I'm just, the windows aren't open. Like there's no AC. This is pre-AC or? No, it's not pre-AC. But it doesn't like, matter. don't necessarily travel with the windows open because lots can happen. And the wind, you're going at a really high rate of speed and you, yeah. you're trying to keep a temperature controlled. And so if someone <laughs> farts, it's like, uh, it's, a, it's an event, you know, and people do. And, and I remember. It's not only an event, it's a vent, a vent of a venting of the gases. You, you it. need yeah. to vent. Okay. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And so summer trips, summer farts. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and the weird thing is like, okay, I don't know what this thing is and our family and our friend group, but like we took one family trip with cousins and like friends of family. And I don't know who came first, but there were, um, the cousins had a brother and sister named Michelle and Lamont. And the friend of our family had a, a, a brother and sister named Michelle and Lamont. And there is a one fateful summer when both sets of Michelle, and it sounds fucking crazy, but this is absolutely true. And I'm not sure all the history behind this. I'm sure there's a reason. But the cousin Michelle and Mal- Lamont and the friend of family, Michelle and Lamont, came on this big road trip with me, my mom, and my brother out west. And it was a lot of fucking people. <laughs> so, um, and then you're always having to be like, Michelle, the Michelle one, Michelle two, Michelle, <laughs> me. We, we're, we're thinking of all kinds of stupid nicknames. 
And we're stopping along the way at Stuckey's. I don't know if anybody knows this from your part of the world, but Stuckey's was um, a gift shop that happened all along, I'm gonna say like the Western slash Southern United States. And you'd go there and you would find sap from oak trees and and things made out of pine wood and things from Arkansas and things from Texas. And I remember things like the sayings, like the sun is rose and the sun is set and we ain't out of Texas yet. Wow. <laughs> like that was something that, that's just a thing that popped up in my head. It takes like, I think about three days to get out of Texas. And I remember saying that and thinking that was funny. Um, I have really good memories of, of road trips. So yeah. I could say a lot more about it, but that's just a little, little oh, wash so of those memories. That's and so did nice. you ever, did you travel to one place in particular or was it like different places? Um, it was always, we're going to one place in particular, but along the way we saw lots of things. So we travel from Texas to California, and we hit a lot of places all, all, all over the, the Southwest on the way to California. Um, that was like a beautiful trip and it was long. And I wonder if people still do that anymore and like the conditions mm. that we did it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the only comparison I have is friends of ours who like have a, uh, not a Gulf Stream. What are those called? A silvery looking airstream. Airstream. Thank you. And they travel. They're like, they're the dream. They're like 55 and retired. And that's what they do for like three months um, wow. every year. But that's Jim, nice. I will say this, your childhood memory reminds me of some of Jim's childhood memories. They had a very small trailer that they pulled and it had like a pop-up section whatever but they all slept within feet of each other and the farts thing was apparently a thing yeah i'm sleeping in that very constrained that makes sense space to me. and with their little kid diets yes. but yeah especially no no i think it was dad like with the Ew. 1980s diet you know god fast food across the nation fast food across <laughs> the nation exactly <laughs> Ma'am, this is Ooh. Wendy's fart. Um, Camila, what are your summer memories, your summer trip memories? I don't have, uh, okay, well, wow, this could be, okay, so I have two things. I have the Spain part of my summers and the U.S. part of my summers. I've, mm-hmm. I don't want to monopolize the time, so which one do you want to hear about? Both are, both are equally interesting. I would Spain. Say. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> there was when I was growing up, there was a TV show called Verano Azul, Blue Summer, which uh-huh. was uh, about a group of teens who basically ran wild in this resort town in the summer. And they had like boyfriends and girlfriends and got into trouble. And um, I feel like that was our summers. You know, as latchkey kids in the summer, we just got on our motorcycles and we just went to the beach. We went to discos and which were, you know, 20 minutes away. It wasn't that far away. And we just had all of the typical like the girls sit over here and like giggle about the boys and the guys are over here, like planning how to 
fight the, fight the boys. No, no, it was never about like what girl we're interested in. It was about like how do we fight the boys in the village over? Like throw oh, really? rocks at them or like sabotage their yeah. base. You know, like we know Very. they have a secret base in the forest. Like, was it homoerotic? <laughs> Sounds a little homoerotic. Yeah, I, I maybe at a certain. They're point. like, I'll wrestle that big, <laughs> that, that, that big with the muscle, handsome, yeah. muscular, sturdy, tall, hunk uh, of a teenager. I if I have to. <laughs> at some point, the plans get like too violent for me because I was a sensitive not you know not yet aware of being gay boy so i sort of drifted over to the girls group and we would do things like movie night let's watch the outsiders let's watch beaches while the guys were off having their like rock throwing fight with the neighboring village i'd be like the outsiders wow a group of very upstanding young men (laughs) you know sort of um can you like name check the cast of the outsiders? Yeah, because was... I have a really I have a really <laughs> sexy experience with one. I've told you both this, I'm sure. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was oh. thinking about it recently. We won't say it... which one, but you know. Do you know who I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but that uh, story is these totally were the it, the it boys of that... the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> um so I don't know, like just this kind of like being out in the sun, being on the beach, being unsupervised, being just going dance. You could go to the clubs when you were 14. You know, it was That's just the crazy. The That's so irresponsible of Spain. But they wouldn't serve you alcohol, but and going, oh, and going to You could get Spain. alcohol so easily. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you could. But going to the <laughs> Going, right. But it wasn't like the U.S. There wasn't this, this like obsession of like I have to get drunk. It was more about like being on the open yeah. road, yeah. And and going to saints. That, how could I forget this? Every village has its saint, and especially throughout the summer and early fall, there would be these saint day like weekends where the whole town they would have a band that would do like covers of the current hits, and they would also do like Latin music, and you would be like. I got to get a girl to dance with. And we would do that. And then we would just roam the village, especially if there was an enemy village and like try to get into altercations <laughs> with the local It boys. sounds like Spanish was, West Side Story. Yeah. Yes. Except like An enemy like there were no village? Knives. I think yeah. at some point somebody had like a knife, brought a knife, whatever. And we were like, what the f- wow. like, is this extreme? You're like, hey, bro, like no lot. method acting. Yeah. Whereas nowadays, it would, we would have all been gunned down if this was the, uh, not in Spain, in the U.S. You know what I mean? Yeah, like in the yeah. U.S., we would all be dead from gunshot wounds. Yeah. Like when I hear about people fighting outside of nightclubs in the U.S., I think, you know, I'm like. You think multiple injuries. I, this is what I got involved in when I was in Spain. And at most, we threw like rocks at each other. So you had passionate Nothing. summers of dancing and fighting. Except I avoided the fighting like the play and I just like hid with the girls and talked oh. about, you know, sexiest uh, cast member in The Outsiders or how sad Beaches is. And Matt how, Dillon. And how Matt Dillon. Yeah, by far. That's and, that's who my story is about. By and how spoiler alert, how- like Barbara Hershey was a bitch, but I mean, she didn't deserve to die of cancer. 
And also Tom, Tom Cruise was in Matt Dillon. Like he's, yeah, he was in the outsider. He's in everything. Yeah, exactly. That's what I meant. Tom, that man. Who is it? Can we name check? Let's name check everybody. Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland. No. Intern. No, no, no Kiefer. No, I think he was in the Lost Boys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was another that was another obsession. Matt Dillon, Tom Cruise, Thomas Howell. He played I don't know who Thomas Howell is. Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. Yes. Pony thank you. boy. Yes. Thomas Howell's pony boy. Uh-huh. Right? Patrick Swayze played his brother. Ralph Macchio, hello. Yeah. The karate kid was in The uh, Outsiders. Yeah. 1983, you guys. Are you, Diane are you pulling Lane. it up or do you remember this? We're just pulling this out of our memories, <laughs> our memory hole. Diane Lane, she yeah. played the no. chick. No, no. Yeah. Sherry yeah. Terry. Oh my God, gotta watch yeah. this again. Gotta watch I this know. again. I know. I haven't Jesse seen it. Hinton, the author, played the yeah. nurse. Do you Is remember that? Is there a River that? Phoenix in No. No, River Phoenix was still like a kid. He's a he's a nineties phenomenon. And Sophia Coppola was in this. No. Yes. Yeah. Little girl, Sophia Coppola. At, is Emma uh, Emilio Estefan in it? Este- uh, Emilio Estevez. 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 Yes. Okay. Yes. Is Gloria Estefan in this? <laughs> yes. No. Come on, everybody, let me see that conga. No, you can get hold of any longer. <laughs> Yeah, don't make me one, cut you. Two, I'm an outsider. Four. Come on, baby, don't say you love me five, six, seven times. Pull your knife out. We're gonna, gonna have a round until you say you're mine. It's something like that. Yeah, there is a huge cast. Thank you, thank you for that. Tom Waits. Did we talk about Tom Waits? Wait, no, Tom... is Tom Waits in yes. the Outsiders? Tom Waits what is in the what? Outsiders? Wow, yeah. I have to rewatch this. Okay, yeah. it's everybody's yeah, homework too. to rewatch this before the next yeah. episode because yeah. okay. wild, um, very wild. Great did you movie. watch Rumblefish too? No, Rumblefish. that was for grownups. Oh, that was a whole. That was also Matt Dillon, like in his absolute beauty like beautiful do you guys want to hear about my matt dylan story real quick because always love a celebrity tale because i was on like 43rd and 8th outside of the mint theater do we know that from new york city like we We know that place and time right I don't we think do. the Mint Theater exists anymore, does it? I think they kind no, of I don't think down. so. But I think it was very recent. Eighth or seventh, yeah. and I was in a car, and I don't remember what was going on. I remember, but I I do remember I was having a fight with my boyfriend at the time. And if you guys heard me say his name, you would be like, "Oh yeah." Remember? I want to hear nationality. All we need to hear is nationality. German. You don't want to German. Right. Why? I mean, like that's not a nationality, but like <laughs> I know where you're going for. And it was are you just... are you trying to say Nazi without saying Nazi? Yeah. Like, what's Ari- Sounds <laughs> like Aryan for a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> like, a little, like a little German, bit. white. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I I don't really want to live that as a bad time. But I remember I got out, and I don't know if I was. Cause I, and I wound up outside of the men theater, which I think there were, there was another small theater there or anyway, but all of a sudden I got out of the car and Matt Damon was there and he, Matt Dillon, Matt Damon oh, or Matt Dillon? Oh, you have to, you have to, you have to edit this because the story will be so much better. I got out of the car and Matt Dillon was standing outside of the, not Matt Damon. 
Matt Dillon was Wait, you just told me to edit it out and now you just re-mentioned okay, it. Okay, okay, it doesn't matter. Matt Dillon was Okay, wait, 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 wait. I have I no, I have a question. Kim. Yes. Was he hot? <laughs> yes, he was hot. Okay, you have to have this later but i got out of the car matt dylan was there and apparently i this is when i was wearing a big afro and i had a pencil stuck in my hair and i get out of the car and matt dylan is there and he goes quote madam you have a pencil behind your ear and he takes the pencil from wow. out of my afro and holds it and I'm like this is fucking Matt Dillon sexual harassment like, did he wanted to be harassed he <laughs> so much more than that even <laughs> god damn and I was like oh my god in my head I was like and I was like <laughs> yes it was so lame and so awkward and 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 like I remember, like, I could have, like, gone off of Matt Dillon at that point. Absolutely, 100%. It's just that I had a boyfriend. We were having a fight. I was on my way somewhere. And fuck that guy, the the boyfriend, because I really wish that I would have just followed Matt Dillon after I mean, he took the pencil from my hair. I'm glad. Because he was still Sorry. hot. I mean, I'm what would have been amazing is if you'd written your phone number if you were like, oh, I'll take, if you were like, let me just see that for a second. Mm. And then you wrote your phone number and you handed it to him. You, on you his guys, hand, I, on his hand. As but it's pencil. That's so what happens when you get to certain age and you've lived like a life and you've been in New York or any place interesting. You have stories that people like, like younger people, they don't fucking believe. It yeah. absolutely 100% happened. And the thing is, I to this day, I beat myself up because I was so preoccupied that I didn't take the second. I mean, I knew it was Matt Dillon. I was like, wow, what is he here to see? Or this is an opening or maybe he's in it or I have no idea. Kim. But like he is from The Outsiders and from all of these movies, but I still went to go have this terrible night with my fucking boyfriend at the time. And because I you are an honorable person. Personally. Uh, I mean. I wish I wasn't. Personally, I want to say I'm glad it didn't work out between you and Matt Damon. Why? You, Dylan. Would, you wouldn't be Dylan. talking to us right now. You'd be you'd be David Burka-ing us. Oh God, that's so right. No matter what I do, David Burker, you're gonna have to beat that. No, you won't. You could not beat that. No, I, David, listener, David Burka, for the listeners, that's, need, uh, listeners need some contacts, which Kim is and I, Kim, Kim and I went to college and... with David Burka. Kim has made out with him. Okay, um, but David he is now, Burka, he's now married. He's now married Doogie to, Hauser. to Doogie Hauser. Yes, that's uh, yeah. And so I recently true. saw an article about their wonderful vacation in the Galapagos, like Apple News things. I want to read that shit. David, yeah. <laughs> David and Doogie, is that how we're referring to him now? Yeah, Doogie, Doogie look, I will say this. It's obviously a real relationship because they've been of in course. it for like, yeah, a long 15, time to 15 years. I yeah. will, I will yeah. say I am. Um, OK, look. I'm sure it's a wonderful relationship. There was just a BuzzFeed compilation that also came across my newsfeed, probably literally underneath that that uh, article, which was like, I married for money and it worked out. That's so sweet. That's somebody. That's hilarious. I mean, of course it worked out. 
I'm sure it worked out much more than I married for love, but he was a pauper. Exactly. (laughs) Okay, Jen, we haven't heard about your summers. Yes, please. Summer, lay it on us, My summers. Okay, well, I mean, I sort of, I guess in some ways have kind of slightly similar to Camilo. I mean, we would do home leave every two years. So we would have one summer in like the country that we were living in and one summer in the States. Mm-hmm. And I was always like, I couldn't wait to get back to the, to the, to the motherland, um, the land of, of um, bubble yum and big Macs and my, yes. m- my mother's, my grandmother's mm-hmm. house, which was improbably not air conditioned. There was one room that was air conditioned. In oh, like no this... air conditioning in Spain. I relate. Oh, None. well, you, yeah. you weren't, you weren't That's why going we had to leave to... the house. Well, you couldn't you be in the house going to the swampiest part of New Jersey. Um, also, and, what was the first thing you said? Bubble yum? Yeah, bubble yum. That's, that's what I that's could, uh, American gum. Oh, okay. And, um, you know, one, I'll tell you a quick, funny, one funny story. We When we were living in Chile, we, uh, our one home leave, we, we went, we would st- always stop in Florida because that's where, <laughs> you know, you would fly into. And I was old enough to want to go to Disney World. And my f- mother, you know, who is kind of a domestic goddess, like planned it all out. My father was like, <laughs> I remember my father grumbling about it being the middle class rite of passage. <laughs> that was the first like tip off that things weren't going to go well. Is your dad and, my dad? Uh, he probably was. He was a very cranky guy. So we went to Disney World and I like had been feeling a little sick, like something was definitely not agreeing with me. It was my mother, my brother, Andrew, my father and I. And I remember we were in the gondola from like Cinderella's castle to Mickey Mouse's house. (laughs) And I, whatever. Yeah, it was like, it it is. And I like projectile vomited all over my father. Oh no, bro. Yeah, it was awful. Like, you know, also to those poor people who are like trying to make sure, you know, it's the happiest place alive as they're getting us (laughs) out of this like, you know, flying little saucer and there's like puke everywhere. Cut to us losing. My dad went to the bathroom and somehow we lost he and my brother. Oh no, (laughs) it's not somehow. They're like, we are, we are leaving leaving Jen behind. This is It was me and my mother and my brother and my father and we got split up and we could not find each other until midnight. I was vomiting throughout oh, the day. No. All I remember was vomiting in the median strip of like the Daffy Duck parking lot as my parents screamed at each other and basically both swore that they were getting a divorce. <laughs> and you guys, I'm going to find it. But the pictures of us from that day, every single picture is all of us looking fucking miserable (laughs) like miserable and um that's really all i remember i specifically really remember my parents like absolutely fucking screaming at each other and my father being like i never wanted to do this (laughs) you know franny why do you always have to and she was like shut up shut up (laughs) and then my brother looking at me like 
this is all your fault, pig. (laughs) And me vomiting all over like the parking lot and then being teased for months afterwards that it was the Big Mac I insisted on having at McDonald's (laughs) when we landed that like basically started off my epic like vomitorium at Disney World. But yeah, I just remember like, Adventures in the in the old empire, the homeland. But you, but very specifically, we would go to New Jersey, and like it was really hot, crazy humid. Stay at my grandmother's. Inevitably, there would be some kind of like huge physical fight at some point between like my mother and her three sisters. Like they were wow. kind of rough, like working class. Yeah, working class. What is physical? Awesome- I mean, like I, my aunt, I mean, God bless her. She's still alive. I love her so much. You guys should all meet her. But she was definitely like a rough character, you know, had drug, drug problems. And, you know, I mean, she was always sort of a source of trouble in the house. And I remember... Like we would be eating, you know, a nice dinner and all of a sudden, like at the other end of the table, somebody would be pulling somebody else's hair out. I mean, it was, you know, yeah, it was pretty, it was definitely definitely rough. You went into theater? I know. Can you believe it? It was like August Osage County, but like not as classy. Oh, God. Um, August Osage County, but actually entertaining to watch. Entertaining to watch. Yes. Yeah, I'll take Jen's uh, Thanksgiving gathering. I will say I did see August Osage County on Broadway and it was it was pretty good. It was it was it was it It just was like I would like every two years we would come into the family fold and visit my mother's families really specifically. And then occasionally and then my father's family. But we would stay with my grandmother who worked at the post office and it was interesting, you know, like in some ways we were di- we were really different from them just because we weren't living in the States. And like in some ways there was like real class differences that emerged clearly. Like um, although I love my aunts, they're all really good people. And my aunt Bernadette had a great kind of like a crazy life. She was she was um, married to a hell's angel and a carny. I mean, she just, you know, she like lived. This is so oh, good. I love her. Like, we got to mine this like in a yeah. subsequent podcasts. I want to hear more. I feel like more. we should do, um, yeah. Also. I wish we could have her on. I mean, she. Can. She, we should. Yeah. She's really had a crazy life. She, she, um, she was pretty troubled in high school. And actually my grandparents sent her to live with my mom and dad in Paris for a year. And she was a real beauty. Um, she met Jim Morrison that year. What? But in some ways, yeah, in some ways that year sort of kind of fucked her up more than it helped her. I didn't know anyway. about your parents in, in, in Paris year. Jen, yeah. actually, I feel like we need a series from you. We can have that. We can have my mom's, yeah. my mom's year in Spain. And where yeah, she was like hobnobbing with artists. America with farts, with candy stars. <laughs> yes. we, can we, we can have, oh, Jim's like cross country trips with his dad and mom would be like really. I funny. have to say, not like, that. Barrington, New Jersey, Kim was not glamorous. The most no? glamorous thing I did was I went to the Wawa. I would <laughs> always gain, like, I mean, I would gain at least 10 pounds when I, I, I like, 
would eat my little face off, <laughs> watch tons of TV, try and find air conditioning. Isn't it funny how Wawa is now like the sine qua non of like gas stations? They have the fanciest um, yeah. stores. Like they have gourmet sandwiches they sell in their stores in the gas station. Kim, have you seen one of the, well, you're not here now, but have you ever been in like a high-end Wawa? <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like the Bloomingdale's of a gas station. It's What's like Cumberland Farm. It's a gas station. Like, but when you go Wawa, in the shop, though? Wawa, yes. Yeah, Wawa. And when is you go in the called Wawa, that's not a nickname. Nope. Nope. Oh, okay. Okay. It's, yeah, it's now Wawa. I'm sitting in the whole time like I don't accessing memory banks. When you go into a, like a high-end like supermarket nowadays, they'll have their like pizza counter and their like whatever, their sub counter. Like it's like all these little shops within and Wawa pretty much has that in their gas station stores. Although when I was wild. like going to Wawa, it was all like cheesy popcorns. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm talking about now. Like but... sweating hot dogs and, um, <laughs> you know, like giant blue slurpy drink. I mean, I probably gave myself cancer those many summers <laughs> I spent. Don't say that. <laughs> I, I ingested a lot of chemicals. I always gained weight every single like home leave always always i came back like a butterball i mean i just was like did any of you wear sunscreen as a child vaguely i didn't i wore tanning like cream yeah anything, I wore like oil. <laughs> maybe i feel like if we had like a, a summer vacation on the beach we did i, I remember in galveston and that's in texas off the 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 Gulf of Mexico, and we would go there for vacation. I got like my first sunburn, which was very confusing. And mm -hmm. it's like, what the fuck? Like my skin hurts, like I'm clearly dying. And then I finally was able to like put it all together. This is probably a, a sunburn, but yeah. Um, I, otherwise, I remember the coconut smell of my sister's like mm, yes. canning oil. Yes. And yeah. That being yes. like the height of glamour to me. Mm -hmm. mm. Had that too. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Seriously. I've had several sunburns since I've been here. Yeah. yeah. My mom has had, well, I don't want to be on a, like a low note, but she's had things removed that were clearly caused by, you know, skin things that were caused by just going to the beach in Spain and not as long as she's having, having any protection. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So, you know, you gotta be careful. And I was 100%. And I used to go to um, Jones beach in, you know, New York, Queens, New York state. Well, you know, Long Island, like you take Long, the Long, Long Island, Island railroad. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're it's Long and, Island. Um, yeah. And at first, I never wore anything because I was like, I never wore sunscreen when I was a child. So why do I have to now? But then I'm like, well, I'm here for six hours. I'm literally a beat. Yeah. I mean, I definitely um, need to go and see a dermatologist. Actually, when we get off this podcast, getting a checkup you're, in rural You're literally America, walking to a dermatologist. Yeah, walking to a dermatologist. Trying to get a checkup in rural America, like getting just a primary care physician, is a multiple months affair. Oh, God. It's really nuts. It's because there's a doctor shortage here. Oh, It'll take terrible. me like three months to actually see a doctor. It's nuts. Yeah. 
anyway that's that's all definitely follow through jen and see the doctor no long no matter how long it takes okay yeah it's been because i'm like okay it's been a three years since i had a checkup i should probably definitely get you know get it all get every all the plumbing checked out camilo has his first doctor's appointment on monday for what do you mean first doctor's appointment in in x number of years unknown Unknown number what? of years at this point. Why? Wow. Why has it been so long? Because I don't like people drawing my blood and it freaks me out and it's prevented me. And literally my therapist persuaded me that I should do it. Thank goodness for your therapist because honey. I mean, my therapist is very good. We can't told, be playing at this time. Her, my therapist doesn't pressure me to do anything, but I told her I need to go to the doctor. Like I need, she's like, okay, well try to make an appointment by the next. And I just... Our whole relationship is I don't want to disappoint her. So I say, I will do this. And then I'm like, well, fuck, I told her I would do it. So I set up the appointment. Accountability. It's very helpful sometimes. I told her, she's she's like, can I help? Like, you don't seem that, you know. And I'm like, you're kind of my accountability buddy at this point. Like, is that okay? And she's like, I assume in her head, she's like, I'm getting paid. So sure, I'll I'll do that. And it really helps. So, but I'm I'm freaked out. I'm really freaked Don't out. Don't freak out. Don't no, freak no, out. It's so it's so much better to go. I no. I I mean, uh, rationally, I there's no question. I, it's not a rational thing. It's a keep in touch with your rational side because I I absolutely know where you're coming from yeah. with the like just worrying and fear and and putting things off and um, yeah. avoidance. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. so there with you, but. Yeah. Anytime I've tackled that, I've felt better about it. And it does not. Unless my doctor tells me I'm dying, then I would have rather not known. No, no, no. You're not. That's not true. You would have rather known. Yes. Um, I know this was not a competition, but I feel like Jen won the summer. Story. No, 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 I, I didn't. I, I like, like Jen summer. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I mean, mine was just like fucking farting. And <laughs> what the we fuck? Had farting too. I'm a huge advocate of farting stories. So it was a really <laughs> close call. Like, Okay, great. <laughs> I mean, I will say my aunt Bernadette is a fascinating character in many she, ways. Is she a fartsinating character? She is mm-hmm. fartsinating and she would love that. Guy. She would laugh. She would, she's like uh, the opposite. She's very body. She's very funny, sensitive, it. interesting person. Anyway, but um, she doesn't even, she's like, I'm like, will you, can we zoom? And she's like, zoom. What is that, honey? And I'm like, it's it's a. Uh, she's like, I can barely, you know. She's got a really thick New Jersey accent. Anyway, I love you, Burn, wherever you are. Oh, I so feel sick. like I love you too at this point. Me too. <laughs> she's very funny. She's very um, funny. I think we need to wrap it up, but I I think there's more summer stories in the docket. It seems like everybody had a lot more. Hard do. Um, yeah. Hard do at some point. And yeah. uh, write us, write us in with your like, like '90s or Sweet '80s, '80s maybe '80s and '90s summer stories. We want to hear them at halfway there the podcast at gmail.com. What I also want to hear how people land on Bill Clinton. 
Maybe <laughs> <laughs> as he seemed or no. Like, like face yeah. first, like yeah. crotch first. Um, how yeah, you, exactly. How do you land on Bill Clinton? Yeah, mm. 69, like what? But, I, but I'm serious. I mean, in retro, I'd be curious for all of us Gen Zers, Xers, shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Look, Jen, we know you're younger than us, but please stop trying to flex I, I that. I think it's I the mean... bourbon. And obviously, <laughs> I'm clearly like graduation had a pretty profound effect on me. Uh, but uh, I'd be curious for all of us Gen Xers, how do you look back on the like Clinton year, like Bill Clinton in particular? I'd be curious. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Yes, please. And... <laughs> Should they what what should they if they like this podcast, what should they do, Kim? They should rate and review us. They should rate us five stars and five stars only. If you could find a way to give us six, we'd be happy, but no fewer than five. And give us a great review on Apple Podcasts. We'd so appreciate it. We love you. We just really want to connect with you and um thank you yeah i agree i mean we wouldn't we'd probably do this if nobody listened but the fact that everybody listens is amazing bonus and so we loved we want to connect with you absolutely we do have a patreon and we have we we like we're giving away we're literally giving away (laughs) t-shirts but not just t-shirts like i had a request from a Patreon who was like, oh, can you make it like a tank top? And I'm like, yeah, I can. I can make it a tank top. Customized. So, you know, there's all kinds of different tops. Um, I guess we could put it on the butt of some- We're we're all about tops and bottom, especially Camila. Yeah, if you want like one of those like sexy, like velvety, juicy couture things- just lets I go by. Yeah, <laughs> with our logo on the butt or whatever, just, like we'll, just, we'll do it. Yeah, even a tramp stamp. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. If you get tattooed with our podcast, wow. You are, you we are, know a podcast which I feel like should be our sister podcast. They don't know it yet, but maybe we'll reach out and ask. But they've got—I think they've racked up at least several hundred. And if you guys can show them up, sorry, it's not a competition, but I feel like we should at least have one or 10. Yeah. And our logo is so cool. At this point. Yeah. yeah, come on. Get come your on. Added. Jesus, yeah. why haven't you done it get yet? Get your skull. Just do you it. Skull. Get drunk and get tatted. And like, Go to Padre about- Island for <laughs> spring break or whatever break it is. That's now. so random. Like, That's such a yeah, Texas reference. So Jesus. Like, what are you going to get? Like a marijuana leaf? Lame. No. Nope. Ugh. Halfway there. Halfway, Halfway there. see in the heels. Okay. <laughs> All right. And finally, as usual. Keep it perky. Keep it perky. Keep it. <laughs> Farty. <laughs> Which will happen to you whether you like it or not as you age. Yeah, that's right. Farts out. <laughs> this has been halfway there, but it's also the end. The end of this episode of Halfway There. You get it. <laughs>